Thanks to Slack for supporting this episode of Market Foolery. Slack is a messaging app that brings together all your team's communications in one place, making work simpler and more productive. Go to slack.com to learn more. It's Monday, December 18th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio from Stock Advisor Canada, Taylor Muckerman. One week to Christmas. It's almost here, man. All your shopping done? Mostly, yes. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not. I'm working my way up to mostly. Yeah, yeah. I might have to make a few pit stops on the drive down to North Carolina Friday, but uh, we'll see. We're going to do a little bit of a look back on 2017, but uh, the there is news, of course, and we're going to start with the. Uh, uh, the sad news from CSX, uh, the the railroad company. Uh, CEO Hunter Harrison has died following complications from a recent illness, and on just on Friday, CSX announced that Harrison was going to be taking a medical leave of absence, mm-hmm. and Jim Foote, the chief operating officer, was named acting CEO. This. I remember when we first talked about Hunter Harrison coming to CSX. Sure, yeah. And one of the things you had said was, well, he's got this amazing track record in the industry. Yeah. He is older. I believe he's 73. He was 73. He was, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't realize that he was ill. Yeah, no, uh, you know, they didn't really make it publicly known because when CSX brought him on board, they had. Tried to make the stipulation that they wanted outside independent doctors to assess his health, but he put the kibosh on that and just basically said, "You're going to listen to my doctors, or or I'm not going to take the job." So they chose to to you know just listen to his doctor, who apparently just wrote a two sentence note saying basically he was fine and he could lead this company. Um, unfortunately, uh, passed prematurely, and he still had a few years left on the contract. So. We saw shares of CSX just on Friday drop about eight mm-hmm. percent just on the news. Uh, it's uh, it's basically stabilized today, but this really does seem to be one of those business leaders who was who was part of the thesis for investing in CSX, I suppose. Oh yeah, I think he was almost entirely the thesis when you saw that he was um, before he was made the CEO when he and the hedge fund that were kind of trying to wiggle their way in announced that they were going to challenge for a CEO spot and and some board seats. This stock shot up like 25% in a single day, um, thus basically forcing the hand of CSX to bring him on board. Um, and, and now you're seeing the stock retreat as a result. He's come in and made uh, dramatic changes Already, but there's still a lot of work to be done, and now you start to wonder if the folks that are still there that remain are capable of that because he was trying to change the whole operating psychology there and the way that they did business as a railroad over towards the the point-to-point versus the hub model that they had used. They're trying to become a CN Rail or a Canadian Pacific, the two the two rails that he led uh, to great success before CSX, um, and now they're kind of stuck right in the middle of that. Granted, Jim Foote worked at CN Rail with Hunter Harrison for a little over a decade, so he's got experience with what Hunter Harrison was trying to do, but now it's all on his shoulders. So, if you are a shareholder of this company, do you sell your shares or do you wait and see? Because Jim and all of this is unfolding very quickly, mm-hmm. so Jim Foote still has the word "acting" in front sure, of his yep. title. Let's just go ahead and assume that he is named the CEO of this company. Do you hold on to your shares? 
You know, I think you could certainly adopt a wait and see, a wait and see mindset with this. Um, although the company, even before Hunter Harrison stepped in, was uh, seeing headwinds from the industries that it services, most li- most notably coal. Um, they've seen coal revenues drop significantly over the last few years, and Hunter Harrison blatantly said that fossil fuels are dead when he took the role and um, said he didn't expect coal to be part of the company's revenue stream for for much longer, certainly not in the next five to ten years. But he did say that he wants CSX to ship the last rail car of coal um, on a U.S. railroad. Um, So, you've got declining revenues in one of their previously biggest segments. and now this upheaval in the C-suite, they've lost their chief marketing officer, who departed, who before uh, Hunter Harrison came on was supposedly like the heir apparent um, to the CEO role, and and that that role has been vacated now. So they've got some holes to fill, not only in Hunter Harrison's shoes, but also a few levels now below Jim Foote. So I'd adopt a wait and see uh, mindset, um, and you know, just. Listen to what Jim Foote has to say. They have an investor day coming in March. Maybe you'll learn something then, and then make a decision based on that. To the surprise of absolutely no one, Star Wars: The Last Jedi came in number one at the box office over the weekend, taking in 450 million dollars around the world. And even with that, you look at the box office numbers here in the United States. This movie could put up these types of numbers for the next couple of weekends, yeah. and and 2017 is still going to come in behind both 2016 and 2015 in terms of domestic box office in the U.S., mm-hmm. which is which is why the movie theater stocks just continue. I mean, even on a on the heels of a weekend like this, you look at a, a movie theater stock like AMC Holdings, mm-hmm. just having a tough day. Yeah, I guess you know when you look at the box office sales. Um, I'm not sure the exact percentage of that, that you know the movie theaters actually retain, but I imagine it's much less of a percentage than what the filmmakers um, retain. So uh, they're really relying heavily on overpriced refreshments and, and snacks, and uh, there's just so much competition out there for for eyeballs and uh, and for your bottom dollar, especially around the holiday season. That if you're going to go to a movie, maybe you just go to the movie. You know, maybe you eat at home and or before or after, or go out to eat and then uh, and save your money that way. So Really struggling, and you see some companies trying to do innovative things by hosting, you know, esports competitions and viewing like that. Um, and um, I think Cineplex in Canada is starting to kind of introduce a Dave and Buster's style uh, theme to some of their movie theaters with some arcade games and things like that. But um, certainly, you know, a struggling marketplace, despite the success of some recent blockbuster hits. It's going to be interesting to see if Disney, now that it uh, is going to have. Another couple of studios uh, under mm-hmm. the umbrella with the recent acquisition of the Fox Studios. It's going to be interesting to see if Disney continues to flex its muscle with theater operators in the way that it did with the Last Jedi, where you you saw these stories where Disney was essentially dictating higher terms to the movie theater, saying we want a four week commitment that mm-hmm. these are going to be in you know in your theaters and. Um, there's going to be a financial penalty if you pull it early, that sort of thing. So, um, content is king. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it really does seem like that. And uh, have you seen the movie? I have not. No, but there were a few empty seats around the Fool on Friday. There so were... I'm thinking there were some people I... uh, playing hooky. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, before we go on, I want to say thanks again to Slack for supporting today's episode of Market Fillery. Slack is a messaging app. 
and it brings all your team's communication together. And we've used Slack at the Motley Fool for years. Taylor and I used it this morning when we were going back and forth, just sort of figuring out what we were going to talk about today. Indeed. And it just it just it saves time, and it is so much. It's so much better than email. Yes, for the for the type of work that we do. Uh, so check out Slack.com for more. Um, you don't have to keep searching through emails for that one follow up. You can drag and drop file sharing that works with all of the apps that you already use, like Google Drive and Salesforce and Zendesk, and you can tailor Slack to work with over one thousand apps. And with mobile apps like iOS and Android that sync seamlessly, you can always pick up where you left off, no matter where you are. Slack, where work happens. Find out why at slack.com. Fortune magazine came out with their business leader of the year, Jensen Wong, at NVIDIA, the co-founder and CEO of NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Who's your business leader of 2017? Well, that's a tough act to follow. We've got a lot of you know big trends talking about here at the Fool with AI and automated driving and things like that, and and blockchain and Nvidia seems to be a part of all of that. But um, I think my CEO of 2017 um, kind of been a CEO like challenging for the CEO of the year in my mind for the last couple of years, but. Now you're really starting to see the success of John Chen and his impact at BlackBerry. Um, delivered a few great quarters back to back now, beating analyst expectations, and um, really dramatically changed this company. Removed it almost completely from hardware, and now it's a software and security business. And so I really think that you know big things to come. He's made some wise acquisitions, and the balance sheet is super strong based on you know his careful calculations on how to run the business moving forward. And uh, it's a company that we view very highly right now at the Motley Fool in Canada. And you look at shares of BlackBerry up more than. Sixty percent year to date, mm-hmm. and it's it's just interesting that this is one of those companies that was soaring for years, yeah. and then just getting its butt kicked for years. And when you have a leader who can come in and truly change the business, it, it's it's a nice reminder that it's a nice reminder that w- with certain leaders, no business is. Dead. Yeah, no. He's done this before with a couple other companies. This turnaround strategy and almost following the exact same playbook um, on a bigger scale with BlackBerry. But um, yeah, certainly, uh, I would put the same weight on him as shareholders of CSX did with Hunter Harrison um, as his impact there for this company moving forward. Before we wrap up, one of the things that. Um I always enjoy is talking to you, talking to all of our analysts, mm-hmm. is getting a sense for sort of what you're watching beyond your basic coverage, beyond your day-to-day responsibilities. So, with that in mind, mm-hmm. what what are a couple of sort of under the radar stocks that maybe you don't own shares of them, sure. but they're on your watch list? Yeah, it's an industry that uh, you know makes people chuckle every now and then, and it's been you know wildly speculative. I think up until maybe this point, or maybe it even still is a little bit. But it's um, cannabis and marijuana-related stocks. Um, really hot stories up in Canada, but you don't really hear the names that often down in the United States. A because they're traded over the counter for the most part, um, and B because it's not legal here in the United States federally. Um, whereas in Canada, by next July, uh, it will be legal um, to anyone over 18. Each individual territory will have it be able to dictate the rules and regulations, but countrywide it will be legal. And um, 
you're seeing a few deals, one of which we talked about a few weeks ago with Constellation Brands buying 9.9% uh, stake in Canopy Growth Corporation, which is the largest of the publicly traded cannabis companies in Canada. And um, we actually had the CEO on Industry Focus a couple weeks back with Christine Hargis. Um, so if anybody wants to tune into that interview, um, more than welcome to. And uh, and then Afria, one of their competitors, signed a deal with Shoppers, um, which is the largest pharmaceutical chain in Canada, owned by Loblaws, a publicly traded company. So, you're starting to see other publicly traded companies dump money into this industry, um, because they, they realize that you know there's a good chance that this is for real. And I think the United States is probably just taking a wait-and-see attitude to see what happens in Canada. And if it works out, it could be a nice blueprint for us. Afria? Yep. A-P-H-R-I-A. And what's the ticker? Um, I'm not sure of the ticker in the United States, but uh, Afria and Canopy Growth Corp. Okay. So the two uh, companies that I would look at there, um, still high risk, high reward, but um, certainly a little bit more public adoption than we've seen over the last couple of years. I, I'm I'm glad you mentioned the the interview uh, that Christine Hargis did because that was that was a really good interview. Mm -hmm. uh, Bruce Linton, yes, I think is the guy's mm -hmm. name, and uh, yeah, we'll we will uh, we'll tweak that out. Um, but it was late November. Yes. Um, uh, that she did that interview, so definitely worth uh, worth checking out. Taylor Muckerman, thanks so much for being here. You got it, Chris. Thank you. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Charlie, I'm pregnant Living on night Above a dirty bookstore of Euclid Avenue. I stopped taking dope. I quit drinking whiskey. My old man plays the trombone, works out at the track. He says that he loves me. It's not his baby. He says that I raise him up like it was on some. He gave me a ring that was worn by his mother. It takes me out dancing every Saturday night. Charlie, I think about you The time I pass the filling station The counter all the grease You swear in your hand I still have that record Little Anthony and Imperial Someone stole my record player how do you like that? Charlie, I almost went crazy After Mario got busted I went back to Omaha To live with my folks Everyone I used to know Dead or in prison 
came back to Minneapolis This time I think I'm gonna stay Charlie, I think I'm happy The first time since my accident I wish I had all the money We used to spend on dope Buy me a used car lot I wouldn't sell any of them Just drive a different car every day Depending on how I feel and Charlie for God's sake if you want to know the truth of it don't have a husband he don't play the trombone I need to borrow money to pay this lawyer Charlie, hey, I'll be eligible for parole come Valentine's Day.